I've been in the game for over two decades, working with gangs, addiction, and mental health. And over the course of time, what I've learned is, sometimes you have to journey through the dark to find your way into the light. And now, we're gonna talk about it. Would you please join us for the movement of Mongo? Most people don't know this, uh, but I've trained uh, for a long time, for a majority of my life. I've done training everywhere. Um, St. Anthony's Hospital, uh, Griffin, Cedar Ridge, uh, I mean, educational training, uh, alternative ed, charter school training. I've done everything in that perspective. I'm not good at what I do, I'm great. One of the things that stands out are the people that I interact with when I do my training. Uh, in this particular facility years ago, uh, there was a woman who was, it was for mental health training, and she came into a room uh, where we taught a class every day, and the tables were lined up like the Lord's Supper. There was between 24, 30, 30 people in that room. We had so many people who were coming to hear us talk that it was almost a standing room only. We had to bring chairs from outside to come in for people to sit down. The class was so popular. The class inspired, motivated, and brought about healing. The class was about that healing. Of all the things that you can break, your arm, your leg, your foot, your hand, the spirit is the toughest to fix once it's broken. Once you've broken someone's spirit, it may take them their whole life to get back to what we would consider normal. And some, in some cases, don't. So what we speak is that spiritual healing and that holistic healing and getting better. There was a woman who came in with this 24, 30 people who sat at the back. What I remember about her particularly, because these classes were the same people every day, so we knew everyone. It was her first day there, but she looked like she had been broken. I began to tell the story of the pool of Bethesda, the man who sat by the pool of Bethesda. It's from the Bible. For most people who know that story, the man was paralyzed from the waist down, and he would go to this pool in Bethesda, and this pool would have an angel drop in the center of the pool. And the first people who got in the pool after the angel left would be healed. Now, what I find fascinating about that particular story is that the angel itself, some people, theologians would say that maybe God gave him the power to heal, and others say because you're in the presence of God's light, that that angel being in his presence would fall into that water, and that the light that God would have and shine, that healing power, would be on that angel, and the angel would have that fall off into the water, and that's how the healing took place. That'll still be up for debate. But the man was looking for healing, and he would come here every year, and he would never get healed. This pool was literally five to ten feet away. Five feet away, 
literally five feet away, if your healing was five feet away from you, if your healing was that close, what would you do to get it? Jesus walks up to the man and Jesus says one of the most profound things that he says in the Bible. He says many of them. Every word that comes out of the mouth of Jesus is profound. But this line is one of the lines that I use everywhere I go to anybody who's suffering from anything. Do you want to be healed? That line sums it up. Because if you want to be healed, what are you willing to do to get that healing? The man, instead of answering yes or no, says, every time I try to get into the pool, somebody gets in before me. He started making excuses. Every time I try to get into the pool, I don't have anybody who can put me into it. This God, Christ says, pick up your bed and walk. We cut through all the chase. We cut through all of the, I can't do this. My family's keeping me from doing this. They're the ones, they're the reason I'm in this place. It's all about you. Your healing starts with your ability and your want and your desire to be made powerful, to be healed. I said to that class, this woman looked right at me. She was piercing through my soul. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I said, you gotta be willing to crawl, scratch, kick and fight for that healing. Healing is not something that's just given out like special candy or, or something that's given away for free. It's something you have to fight for. Nobody in, intentionally intends on getting in the hole, but when it's time to get out, you need to be willing to fight and kick and scratch. So what are you willing to do for your healing? As we left the class, everyone is walking out. This woman stays at the back and she waits for me. The woman says, God is in you. She took me, took me by surprise, it caught me off guard. And I said, well, thank you, I appreciate that. She said, God is in you. And she said, you moved me today. I said, thank you. I said, take that healing and use it and become powerful. Let it make you powerful. She left and went back to her room. Now, we know most of the people who are coming in because our group is at the same time every day. We have it 24 hours later, same group, same time. They're all coming in, and she waits. She stops. She's one of the first in line, but she stops to be one of the last to come in. I'm saying, okay, what's going on here? And the woman said, I have something to show you. Now, remember, we're um, dealing with uh, mental health issues. And so the woman says, I want to show you my wrist. I didn't know what I was getting ready to see. So I was a little nervous. She raised her arms up really fast. It kind of startled me. And I looked down at her wrist. And what the woman had done was made bracelets made of paper and string and things that she got off the unit. Socks. She had torn her socks up and wrapped them around her wrist. She said... You inspired me. You gave me power again. And I wanted to have those bracelets of power like you have. You wear all those chains and I know that they represent something and I know that they give you power. And I want that power so I made me some bracelets. I took a deep breath and I had to step back. I was almost moved to tears. I said, thank you, ma'am. And if those bracelets will inspire you, if those bracelets will make you powerful, 
then you use those bracelets because mine do the same thing for me. You use those to make you powerful. Inspiration and motivation is what this show is all about. We're going to have episodes on everything, but at the end of the day, to be able to build hope in the spirits of men who are broken, to build motivation in people who don't feel like they could go another day is why this show is relevant. Of everything that you can listen to, the movement with Mongo starts with you. It starts inside, that movement to say, I want to be better and I want to be made powerful. Are you powerful today? If you're not, join us on April 28th for the movement with Mongo.